This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. BT knows that businesses come in many shapes, sizes and guises, from the person just starting out at their kitchen table to the biggest employer, which is why no matter what line of work you're in, they've got your back to help you succeed and do what you do best. Whatever your business, BT's got your back. Search BT's got your back. This is the Times briefing on Saturday the 20th of May. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky has arrived in Japan ahead of talks with world leaders at the G7 summit, which he's described as important meetings with partners and friends. It comes after the US announced it would allow allies to give fighter jets to Ukraine, including F-16s, in a major boost to Kyiv. But former UK ambassador to the UN and national security advisor to the Prime Minister, Sir Mark Lyle Grant, has told Times Radio the decisions come too late, but it does demonstrate a long-term commitment to Ukraine. So that once this conflict has has found some sort of resolution, they will be in a position to defend their sovereignty better when they're provided with F-16s aircraft. So a good decision, but one that's come several months too late, in my view. There's a warning from head teachers that artificial intelligence is the greatest threat to education and the government isn't responding quickly enough to its dangers. A coalition of leaders of some of the country's top schools have written a letter to The Times. Tom Clayton, Times Radio's reporter, has been reading it. The letter was sent by a group of head teachers led by Sir Anthony Selden, the head of Epsom College, and warns of the very real and present hazards and dangers being presented by the technology. They say schools must collaborate to ensure that AI works in their best interests of those pupils, not of large education technology companies. The group also announced the launch of a body to advise and protect schools from the risks of AI. Regulator Ofgem is expected to announce that energy bills will fall by almost a fifth from July after nine months of record high prices. Costs are expected to fall by £450 to just over £2,000 a year. The change, which is due to be announced on Thursday, is following sustained falls in wholesale gas and electricity prices. But associate editor of the Sunday Times, Oliver Shah, explains why we're only seeing the benefits now. Well, it's definitely the case that the price cap limits pain on the way up because it Mm. staggers how these things are fed through. Uh, But on the way down also, it means there's a delay before consumers get the lower price because um, these things are frozen for a while, aren't they? So um, the price cap perversely on the way down uh, has the effect of slowing the rate at which consumers are fed through the, uh, the real prices. And more than 116,000 households will see the cost of their mortgage jump by hundreds of pounds within weeks, with fears some could struggle to pay their bills. Tens of thousands of people have just days to prepare for an increase in their monthly payments because of the rise in interest rates since they last took out a deal. In the worst cases, homeowners could see their interest rates rise eightfold and their payments almost double if they do nothing when their fixed deal ends. Speaking to Times Radio, property expert Cunley Barker has this advice for those that might be affected. They need to be speaking to their their bank mortgage brokers as soon as possible, not waiting until the rate ends or they fall off. Because if they fall off that rate, they're going to go into standard variable rate, and that's up near you know seven seven and a bit percent. Wow. So yeah. they need to talk to people. Don't bury your head in the sand over this. For more on these stories throughout the day, head over to Times Radio.